He gave him to Marcel Champa so he could turn him fucking face in a tag team match that was pointless. Why the fuck would you put DIY versus The Revival and have no build? Change the world. I don't know if you've heard of them, but soon you will. In 2019, I will be the first All Elite Wrestling Champion. Joey Janela, and I'm a bad, bad boy! I am already a champion! I'm Chris Jericho, and I am all in with All Elite Wrestling! Las Vegas, Nevada, at the MGM Grand Garden Arena! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name is Martin and you are listening to Elite Talk exclusively on the Wrestling Newspaper Podcast. Thank you very much for taking the time out of your busy schedules to listen to me talk all things Elite. And we are sitting on a special episode once again. The AEW news, as good as it all is, there's just more coming out of WWE and there's still a lot that does link to AEW with guys leaving WWE that could end up going to All Elite. So there's quite a bit to talk about, but I also want to get into a couple of things that it's probably going to turn into a little bit of a ranty rant, but um, it's just in the past week and again, I need to stress this, I don't stay up late at night, I don't watch WWE, I haven't watched WWE in ages. Um, or should I say at least the, the TV shows Raw and Smackdown I stay up for Wrestlemania and Royal Rumble etc uh, but I stay in the loop wise when I go on social media on my Twitter and my Instagram everything's there for me anyway so I never need to stay up for this bullshit I just need to stay in the loop when it comes to podcasting and obviously I'm a wrestling fan so I, I still like to know what's going on but there's a lot of things that's happened just in the past week alone that's I'm not going to say grind my gears, it's, it's pissed me off to be quite honest with WWE and I'm starting to see something that I think a few more people are starting to see, I'm, I'm hearing it on podcasts, I'm seeing it on Twitter, so I'm just going to talk about that a little bit and obviously I've got a podcast so why not throw it on there, so let's just jump straight into the news that could relate to AEW, let's start off with this. As of last night, WWE went on a releasing spree and released four contracted employees. The reason why I'm saying employees is because first up was Arn Anderson. Double A has been with the WWE since 2001 when WCW was bought out. As of yet, no news on where the fuck this came from. Um, I don't know if Arn Anderson went backstage and said that he wanted to just go home. I don't know if he thinks that he's too old. I don't know if they were the ones that turned around and said, look, we're signing guys left, right and centre for the backstage role, so we don't need you anymore. Um, I don't know what's up with it, but Cody did comment on it on Twitter saying, look, Arn's a great guy, especially wrestling-wise, and he's someone you'd need in your corner. So Cody can end up snapping up at AEW. Would you like to see Arn at AEW? If you want to comment on anything that I've talked about today on the podcast, be sure to hit me up on Twitter, at AEWpodcast1. I think it'd be pretty cool, personally, if we saw Arn Anderson. Um, he can still throw a spine buster. We know that he can do. So yeah, if I if Arn Anderson ends up signing with AEW as a backstage role, or even if he's just some kind of like road agent, because I know he was some sort of agent for WWE for a while, 
that'd be cool. But you know, obviously, we just wish him all the best. Moving straight on, next up was Hayao Itami. <laughs> next up was Kenta Hideo Itami. We all knew this was coming, and I have talked about it in previous podcasts. Kenta looks set to go back to Japan, at least for the near future, so I wouldn't put money on seeing him in AEW. Plus, obviously, um, he put out a Twitter this morning or late last night, basically saying that Kenta is going back to Japan. So I don't think we're going to see him in AEW anytime soon. But, however, the same cannot be said for Ty Dillinger. Ty requested his release earlier this week. He put it out on Twitter and WWE last night granted it to him. This is this now ties in perfect for Ty. Although he can't work WrestleMania weekend, the 90-day no-compete clause will be over in time for Double or Nothing. And again, we've seen the tweet from Cody saying that Ty, again, is a great guy. They were friends back in the day. Um, I think they still are friends now. I assume they are. We've all seen the picture of them hanging out in OVW. So, Ty and Cody have got a relationship. Ty's a solid worker and he's a good promo. He's got charisma behind him. He's not just some kind of WWE robot that doesn't know his ass from his elbow. Um, I'm not going to say he's a needle mover. Obviously, he's not Kenny Omega. He's not AJ Styles. He's not Seth Rollins. He's not Roman Reigns. He's not even Dean Ambrose. Obviously, if Ambrose ends up in AEW, he's not a Dean Ambrose. He's not going to get a massive money contract, but again, he's still got weight behind his name. Obviously, he can't take the name Ty Dillinger with him, and he can't take the character The Perfect Ten with him, but Ronnie Arnell himself, people know who he is from WWE, so if AEW want to sign him, I don't think they'll be signing him because he's a WWE guy. I think they'll be signing him because they see he's got potential. He's not the youngest chicken in the yard anymore, but at the same time, again, if Cody's got the respect for him and Cody's got the... um, the history with him, they're probably they probably are going to sign him up. And again, I'd like to see Ty in, um, in AEW, so it'd be pretty cool. But again, I'm not going to put him up on the pedestal. I'm not going to lick his ass and say, "Oh, this is this is groundbreaking. This is this is where the line is drawing the sand." Like obviously, Ty he wasn't getting used in WWE, and he's got a bit about him. So if he ends up in AEW, that would be awesome. But again, this is a guy who could easily just go. And run it at Ring of Honor for a couple of years. We've seen guys go and revitalize their career when we didn't have, we didn't think there'd be anything left for them. You tell me right now when Juice Robinson left at NXT that you saw him doing what he's going to do now in New Japan and in Ring of Honor. You can't, you couldn't, you could never have called that. So yeah, all the best to Ty Dillinger. But the biggest surprise last night came with the last name to be announced on WWE's hit list: TJP. This came as a shock to a lot of us, although TJP is barely used and his on-screen character looked annoyed at his lack of use on TV, there was never any actual word or even a rumour that TJP wanted to leave. Now, that was last night and that was the notes that I wrote last night. This morning, there has been news on TJP. It comes from Bodyslam.net and basically they're saying that TJP, he got fired. And the reason why he got fired is because of two reasons. Reason one... Apparently, he was hard to work with backstage, not just with talent, but also with higher-ups in management. The moment you get on the bad side of higher-ups in management in regards to WWE, you are not long left for their world. Um, So I don't know if this guy's been being a little arsehole because he's not been on TV or what, but considering this guy says that this is the company that he grew up watching and all he wants to do is wrestle for WWE. If he's really pulling an attitude backstage, then there's no reason he got fired. Uh, sorry, there's no surprise that he got fired. But the second one is a lot less surprising. 
according to bodyslam.net another reason why tjp might have been fired or has been fired was because of the fact that he recently got some new tattoos. Now, WWE, take your look and your character, although it doesn't seem like it at the moment in WWE, and I will end up getting on this very soon character-wise. What a lot of bollocks. Um, they do take your character and your look very, very seriously. When it comes to video games, when it comes to wrestling figures, they want to make sure AJ Styles has got long hair on the video game, he's got long hair on the wrestling figure... So then two weeks later, if AJ Styles decides to go back to how he looked in TNA, where he was clean-shaven and he had a short back and sides, everyone's going to look around and go, oh, well, that's not, the ra- that's not the action figure that I've got, and that's not the guy that I'm wrestling with on the video game. It does make sense to a certain point. Obviously, again, with Baron Corbin, um, apparently Corbin had to wait ages for the green light to shave his hair bald. Um, when it comes to stuff like that, you can make a story behind it. They did it well. With Kurt Angle and Edge, I don't know if Kurt Angle was losing his hair or he thought that he was losing his hair and he just wanted to shave it all off. So they made an angle out of it. They made an angle out of Angle. <laughs> uh, they did the hair versus hair match, Edge versus Angle. Angle shaved his hair off and since then we never saw Angle with hair again. So when it comes to stuff like that, it does make sense. But TJP apparently just went off, did his own thing and got himself tattooed. So, I, Jesus Christ, I thought, fucking hell, I thought my laptop had crashed and I thought, no! <laughs> um, so, yeah, TJP apparently got fired because he got some new tattoos and because he was a little bum all backstage. Uh, look, I'm not going to throw shade, I don't know this guy personally. Um, I saw a little Twitter beef, not Twitter beef, but a little Twitter conversation he got into, I think it was last year. That soured me a touch on him, but again, I don't know this guy personally, I don't... He, it's, I heard a good saying a while back now saying, look, don't judge someone on what you on what you see personally because you don't know what that person's gone through that day, that week, that month, that year. It could be a completely different person that you're seeing now. So I wish TJP all the best. Is he a possibility for AEW yet? Uh, Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay. Ospreay, if you can I think Will Ospreay, I saw, uh, mentioned him on Twitter before, basically iron him up for a match so that could be a possibility I think that'd be a good match as well I have got no problem with TJP inside the ring uh, solid worker never thought much about his promo eyes I felt it, it always came across like he was just a bit uh, I don't know I don't know how to word it I was just never sold with anything that he really cut promo wise and again people talk about the promo after the Cruiserweight Classic and it was probably the best promo we threw, but after that, it's like I, I was never sold with his heel work. Uh, uh, look, without spending too much time on TJP again, wish him all the best. But for me, again, he's, he's not a fucking needle mover, is he? If he goes ROH, New Japan, AEW, well done to him. Hopefully, he'll have a better relationship with them than he did with WWE. Anyway. So, speaking of WWE, I want to get into the special edition of this Elite Talk because I feel sometimes as though I don't want to make too many of these special edition things because obviously the podcast is called Elite Talk and when Daniel first tapped me up to do podcasting, it was because he wanted me to report solely, solely on all Elite Wrestling and that's what I'm dedicated to do. But when you're in the loop with WWE and there's people talking about stuff that you're talking about, or that you want to talk about, and you've got this platform of a podcast, you might as well fucking use it, so, here it is, I'm just going to fucking dive straight into this fucking bullshit, so, 
WWE, look, regardless of how I feel towards WWE nowadays, because um, I, st- I I love NXT, I love the guys in NXT, and I still love guys in WWE. I fucking Rollins, Ambrose, Leo Rush. God damn, I fucking I would put Leo Rush on a pedestal. All the way to WrestleMania, um, Big E Langston, all the all, all the New Day guys, fucking Luke Harper, Eric Rowan, Daniel Bryan, the names are endless, AJ Styles, the Usos, fucking hell, I could go on forever. But it's the way that WWE is run, and obviously it all comes down to one name, Vinny Mac Daddy. Uh, the beef doesn't exactly lie just at him, I know there's little cocksuckers in the backstage as well, like Kevin Dunn, etc., Um sucking dick and looking at stuff and thinking well that'd be good for the fans but this would be better for money so they always go money wise and again they're the biggest company in wrestling they're a company now that has left wrestling behind and they're into they're into the big company leagues now they're a billion dollar company so again they don't look at this anymore the way us little waste man marks look at it they don't look at it in the sense of oh well this will pop the crowd this will be really good instead they look at it and go right well this guy can sell a t-shirt so we'll put him out there instead that's just the way it is nowadays. So we can't hold the hopes for WWE. And this is why I don't stay up and watch this trash anymore. I watch SummerSlam. I take the day off on Monday to stay up for SummerSlam. I do the same with Royal Rumble. And I do the same with WrestleMania. That's it. I don't stay up for Elimination Chamber. Don't stay up for Fastlane. Don't stay up for Backlash, Extreme Rules, Hell in a Cell, whatever the fuck it is. SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, um, WrestleMania and... I used to be a big fan of Survivor Series. Survivor Series for me was always awesome, but in the past few years, it sucked absolute horse dick. So I don't stay up for Survivor Series. So yeah, those are the th- out of a full year, I stay up three times. Oh no, obviously uh, NXT again, but they're Saturday night, so I never need to, never need to put the day off for that. So yeah, three times, three times in a year, I stay up for WWE. So you that. There it is. That that's it. I I'm not a WWE mark. I'm a wrestling mark, and I'll happily say that I'm a wrestling mark. I love wrestling. I grew up with WWE. I grew up watching Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Taker, Rock, Austin, fucking everyone. And this is why you get so heated because you know how good this company used to be, and you know how good this company can be. And instead, it's just getting. I'm not going to say running to the ground because they're still making profit, and that's basically that's all they want to do. But when it comes to companies like Ring of Honor, when it comes to companies like, obviously, All Elite, I know people are going to hear that and go, Oh, they've not even run a show yet! Why can't you talk about AEW? You look at things like New Japan. These companies do want to turn a profit and they do want to make money. But at the same time, they know that they're there to give the fans the experience that they need and the experience they deserve. At the end of the day, the fans are the ones going in, buying the tickets. Look, when it comes to people performing on stage in the sense of fucking, I don't know, Elton John. I, I saw the trailer before, I'm thinking of Elton John in my head now. Like Drake or someone like that in the music industry. These guys aren't going to come out stage and just start singing songs to other people. Say, for example, if Drake hasn't put a banger out in a year and then he comes on stage and just does Ariana Grande's entire album. Everyone knows Ariana Grande's entire album, and it's in the charts, and it's killing it. And again, I'm not a chart music fan. I'm just trying to use a fucking, I don't know the word, expression. Example, that's the one. Uh, (laughs) uh, Drake's not going to come out and start singing Ariana Grande because that's all on the charts. He's going to sing his music because the people went there to pay the ticket. People paid the tickets to be there to listen to Drake sing some shit. 
So why the fuck aren't WWE doing that? Um, WWE in the past few years have just been trash. Absolute trash. They don't care about creativity. They don't care about storylines. They don't care. I would say they don't care about what the fans want. I'm not going to go that far because, again, fans wanted Becky Lynch to, Royal Rumble, to win Royal Rumble. They gave it you. You wanted them all. You wanted Becky Lynch to main event WrestleMania. She's going to be in... <laughs> She's gonna be in the two main events at WrestleMania. I still don't think that go that match is going on last, you know. I really don't. And I can hear Daniel bubbling over with anger right now because he wants to do a podcast so much and at the moment he has got so much beef with me in regards to this Becky Lynch thing because I still I still do not believe if the shield thing is gonna happen at WrestleMania in the sense of Reigns and Ambrose and Rollins are collectively going to beat Brock Lesnar, Rollins is going to take the title, Ambrose is going to walk away from WWE, and Reigns is basically come back from cancer, I seriously do not think that that is going on before the main event. I think that will finish. I'll, I, that will end WrestleMania. That this, The Shield's curtain call. You look at how far... The Shield have been pushed up people's asses for years. You think of how far Reigns and Rollins have been pushed up people's ass for years. Then you add in the equation the fact that Roman Reigns is beating cancer. You add into the equation the fact that WWE have already announced that Dean Ambrose is leaving after WrestleMania. So if there's ever going to be a curtain call, this is going to be it. And again, they put the Shield. They did a thing. WWE, I think it was a few months ago, before Christmas, and they put out a list of the the best factions or the best stables in WWE's history. And I think The Shield was number one. I think it was, you know. It was either number one or two. So you're telling me right now the stable they hold so dear into their hearts where they would push them over New Day who sold merchandise up the fucking asshole. They pushed them over the club when they came in. They're pushing them over things like DX from back in the day, NWO back in the day, even though NWO wasn't really a WWE product, it was a WCW product, but regardless. Uh, pushing them over the four horsemen. Again, when you look at that, you're not telling me Vinnie Mac ain't going to be looking at that and going, I want Becky Lynch over that instead. <laughs> if there is a shield curtain call at WrestleMania, it is the last thing you will see at WrestleMania, and I will put my money on it. Vinny Mack ain't looking at this and going, I'm going to have a shield curtain call, and then we're going to have Becky Lynch win the title. It's <laughs> That's not the way it's going, Chief. But anyway, <laughs> moving along. So the first issue I want to get into when it comes to WWE I was going to label this how WWE is turning into WCW, and they are turning into WCW. However, I don't think WWE are going to go out of business like WCW did because that was astronomical. Um, WWE are going to be around for the next 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, whether we like it or not. But the decline is already starting to show. The cracks are showing in WWE. And again, I don't want people to listen to this, and I don't want them to get butthurt and angry and hit me up on Twitter and say, oh, you're just a fucking AEW, Mark. You wish WWE would die. Of course I don't wish WWE would die. I don't wish that anyone would lose their job unless they're a total piece of shit, right? But I've lost respect for Vince McMahon for years now. Um, 
Backstage, there's a lot of guys who I've lost respect for. This company in general is... Oh, no. Oh. Oh, thank God. I thought fucking... I just looked at my audacity then and I thought I was recording with a laptop mic. Oh, my fucking God. I would have thrown my dog through the screen. <laughs> I'm sorry, Millie. I wouldn't really. I really hope that that's the right microphone. I can't even check until I stop recording. Anyway, um, back to this WWE thing. <laughs> Um, look, like I said before, the WWE, this this company in general has turned into this billion dollar company who don't even associate themselves with wrestling anymore. They don't use the word wrestling. The company is called World Wrestling Entertainment. You need to take wrestling out of that name. Just World Entertainment. WE, that is exactly what Vince McMahon sees his company as now. Plus, Vince has got one eye on the XFL. In all honesty, Vince has got both eyes on the XFL going forward. And he's just got his finger on WWE. He doesn't care anymore. You can see it with the NXT call-ups that happened this week. And I'm going to get into that. But the first thing I want to talk about is WrestleMania. Dave Meltzer has reported recently that this is the first time he can recollect that there's never been a solid plan for WrestleMania yet. There's only two matches booked. And look, I'm not going to go as far as what some people are saying and saying you should have matches planned from Survivor Series, blah, blah, blah. I think when it comes to the Royal Rumble, the Royal Rumble is when you should significantly know what matches you're going to be having at WrestleMania, roughly. There there still should be a couple of surprises, but in general, Royal Rumble should be the one. I grew up in an era where it was Royal Rumble, no way out, WrestleMania. That was it. There was just Royal Rumble, one more pay-per-view leading up to WrestleMania where you could throw a curveball in there and then that's it. For four weeks after No Way Out, it was just straight WrestleMania build-up. That was it. Sorted. Let's go. But in the past couple of years, they've thrown another pay-per-view in there. So now we've got two pay-per-views after Royal Rumble. Again, it's just all about making that fucking money before WrestleMania. Um and Wrestlemania is what an 8 hour show, 7 hour show with the pre-show included and at the moment they've only got 2 matches confirmed, not announced I'm not saying they've, and it's 2 matches announced because they've still not announced the Triple Threat Women's Match yet it's 2 matches confirmed the Triple Threat is confirmed to be happening Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar is confirmed to be happening and that's it we haven't seen the US Champion R-Truth in ages um, Finn Balor is Intercontinental Champion and that is so fucking cool um, Oscar, we didn't see her since Royal Rumble and again I'm not going to say Oscar got buried without trying to lead her away too much um, people are saying that Oscar got buried she's only been beat clean once in the, entire, in the entire time she was in WWE she's only been beat once clean by Charlotte Flair at Wrestlemania I'd take that Anytime she's been beat since, it's through cheating ways or it's just it's not been clean. So how the fuck is she buried? Crazy, crazy talk. But again, uh, there's no plans for Oscars. Well, I say there's, pl- there's, there's plans. There's plans for Daniel Bryan and there's plans for Oscar. But nothing's set yet. Um, it could be Mandy Rose. It could be Lacey Evans. What the fuck? If you're really going to put Lacey Evans against Oscar at WrestleMania, Lacey Evans hasn't even wrestled a match apart from Royal Rumble yet. On the on the main show, was she just she just walking out there in a fucking stupid fucking goon hat? Unbelievable. Um, 
Yeah, there's no plans for Daniel Bryan. Well, I say no plan. there's plans for Daniel Bryan, but there's nothing set in stone. Uh, again, talks it's going to be Kevin Owens. It could be Bray Wyatt. It could. There's a list of people who it could be. They still don't know what they're doing with Undertaker. They still don't know what they're doing with John Cena. Batista wanted to be at WrestleMania. Looks like that's not going to be happening. Um, who else? They don't know what they're doing with Triple H. They, Shane McMahon and Miz. It looks pretty much set that Shane McMahon or Miz are going to turn on the other, and that's going to be a match at WrestleMania. But again, that's not confirmed. So, what the fuck is going on? How many days is there left now? Um, we're coming to the end of February now, so we've got all of March, and then it's April 8th that WrestleMania's on. Or is it April 7th and April 8th the day after? Well, regardless, whatever, whatever. The, the point is, it's the start of April. So, you've got roughly over a month. You've just got over a month left of planning-wise. And again, I know that this company fucking writes raw half an hour before it goes on TV, and again, that's the next one I'm going to come to. But at the moment... WWE looks like a massive clusterfuck and it seems like at the moment there's too much going on and they don't know how to control it. I mean, what the fuck? This is the biggest show of the year and they don't know what they're doing. Oh, man. Insanity. Absolutely insanity. Uh, moving straight on. Raw didn't have a solid direction an hour beforehand this week. They didn't know what they were doing. They did, It came down to if Seth Rollins was healthy or not. How the fuck am I sat here right now in Clitheroe and I'm telling WWE how the fuck they need to run a billion dollar company? How is this happening? This company should have these, these things set in the sense of if Rollins isn't healthy for this, then this will happen instead. Meltzer said it got down to the final hour. Rollins wasn't cleared to be in the ring at all, so they just winged everything, that Lafayette crowd was trash, I'm not going to put that on WWE, I'm not going to put that on Vince McMahon, but again, why would you go out and why would you debut the NXT guys and the Lafayette crowd when you've got Atlanta the week after, when you've got numerous better, better crowds coming up, um, the NXT thing, I don't, I it doesn't make any sense to me at all. I woke up in the morning and Daniel was already buzzing about it, saying NXT guys have been called up. He was telling me it was Gargano, Ricochet, blah, blah. And I was just watching these highlights and I was like, look, this is cool, but this isn't leading anywhere. These are still NXT guys. They've still got major stories in NXT. Why the fuck are they doing double duty? This is insanity. This is fucking craziness. Why? Well... I'll answer myself why. It's been reported, and I think it was Dave Meltzer, who said that Vince wanted to bring the NXT guys up because he said he doesn't have that much or that many stars on the Raw roster or the SmackDown roster. So Vince is already admitting that he's killed guys, that the guys that he's got in the sense of Corbin and Lashley and Strowman and all these other waste men, none of them are good enough anymore. So Vince has turned around to Triple H and gone, right, that NXT thing that you run, um, give me four of your top guys, I'm going to put them on tonight. And Triple H was like, wait, what? What the fuck? What do you mean? So they went out and they announced it. It wasn't a surprise. It wasn't a secret. Triple H came out and he announced that they were going to bring them up. What the fuck is going on? This is where WWE fans need to be really, really fucking concerned, right? 
And I'm not talking about the company. I'm not saying where you have to be concerned about your precious WWE going under. Because I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying you have to start being concerned for yourself. You start have to be concerned for your entertainment. They had the chance to pull a Raw after WrestleMania. They had a chance to bring out Ricochet. They had a chance to bring out Aleister Black. Gargano and Champa, without anyone knowing. The pop, regardless of that shit trash Lafayette crowd, the pop still would have been awesome. But you already knew it was happening, so the pop wasn't there. The anticipation wasn't there as much. Oh my fucking god, the excitement was drained because it was just announced. Alistair Black and fucking Elias. Elias, who's already been shit on so many times. A guy... And again, this is something else that I'm going to get into. A guy that was a great babyface the other month just turns heel for no reason because they wanted Jeff Jarrett to sing a fucking song with the Road Dog. Oh, you didn't know that the WWE was trash at booking. Fuck. I'm giving myself a headache, man. This is some bullshit. Fucking Vince McMahon. Look. Look. I need to calm myself down because it, I need to have a drink of water. That's what I need. I need to have some of that H2O, brother. Speaking of brother, brother, Chris Hemsworth is going to be playing Hulk Hogan in a film, brother. <laughs> Eat your vitamins and say your prayers, brother. But, um, look, this, this storytelling... This this half an hour before the show goes on nothing's written bullshit. This is showing that Vince McMahon is starting I'm not gonna say losing interest in WWE because it's his life, but he's starting to take his finger off the pulse, you know. He's looking at it and going, Look, this'll pop the crowd, but it'll bring in more numbers if we announce it. And it's exactly what he did. The evil genius it 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 shows the numbers were there this week. The ratings went up for all. The ratings went up for SmackDown. Because they announced the NXT guys. And unfortunately, this is what I'm getting into now. When it comes to you sat there right now listening to me. And you're thinking, well, WWE are fine. They're not going to go under. It's going to be fine. They're still going to be better than AEW. That's that's fine. I'm not saying anything's going to be different. What I'm saying is you. Your entertainment is being sucked out of you. Because... It makes more sense to bring in more rating view. It makes more sense to announce people are doing something than to have it as a surprise anymore. So the surprise factor's gone now. Unless it's a Raw after WrestleMania or it's a Raw after SummerSlam, anything else is going to be announced. I'll get into the Roman Reigns leukemia thing last because that is something that has pissed me off so much. But what the fuck is going on? Moving on, stories with no payoff. Again, the Elias turn made no fucking sense. Um, who else turned randomly? Someone else turned randomly. The other, I think, oh, it was Strowman. Strowman was a heel all of a sudden. Now he's a face for no reason. Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush at Elimination Chamber. Bobby Lashley turned around and chokeslammed Leo Rush. The following night, they came out like nothing happened. Nothing got... Oh no, apparently Michael Cole came out and said, Oh, it looks like they've squashed the beef. 
or whatever that fucking lesbian Paul Smoker said. Michael Cole needs to suck a bag of dicks as well if he doesn't already. But again, this storytelling, this incompetent storytelling, Lashley turned on Leo Rush the night before and now they're coming back out as a tag team. What the fuck is going on if you are in a tag team? Why the fuck am I saying this to the billion dollar wrestling company? If you are running, if you are writing a wrestling company and you turn someone at a pay-per-view or if you turn someone on an event, you don't then make them walk out the night after with each other as a tag team. Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre and Baron Corbin at Elimination Chamber pulled a shield powerbomb on Strowman. Why the fuck did Strowman not win that match when the night half when the night after he beat Corbin? Why couldn't he beat him at Elimination Chamber? They pulled Strowman out of the Lesnar match at the Royal Rumble because they didn't want to feed Strowman another L. So instead they put him in an Elimination Chamber and he gets beat by three guys who the following night aren't even with each other anymore. Lashley was back with Leo Rush. No explanation. McIntyre was burying Ambrose. No explanation. Who was the last one? Baron Corbin was taking the L clean. So why couldn't they just do that elimination chamber? Why did McIntyre and Lashley have to come out, powerbomb Strowman, give Corbin the dirty win, and then the night after, feed Corbin the clean loss to the same guy? Strowman and Corbin... This is a feud that could have worked. Any feud in WWE can work. But this feud now is sat exactly where it was when it fucking started. And this has gone on now for several months. This is trash storytelling. This is trash. But again, they're not bothered because they don't see Corbin as a moneymaker. They don't see Strowman as a needle changer or a needle mover. So they're not bothered about booking these guys. Vince is going, right, well, what did we do last night with these guys? Oh, well, you had a match and this guy went over. All right, we'll flip, reverse it. And tonight, they'll have the same match and this guy went over. Do you not remember watching wrestling years ago? Whether it was WWE or whatever the fuck it was, ECW, WCW. Do you ever remember a time where a company would put on a pay-per-view and the night after you would see the exact same match? It would never happen. If you had Benoit versus Jericho built up for a month at a pay-per-view, you then wouldn't see that same match the night after. If you wanted to carry the feud on, you'd get another month where Benoit would interrupt Jericho or Jericho would interrupt Benoit and then they'd have another match the following pay-per-view. You wouldn't put them on, have a match at the pay-per-view and then have them in the same fucking match the night after. This is fucking garbage. Braun Strowman is dead. I called this years ago with Bray, Bray Wyatt and I started calling him Bray Quiet. Bray Quiet was dead. Bray Quiet is still dead. Braun Strowman is now officially Braun Quiet. Braun is dead. I don't give a fuck what they do with this guy anymore. I don't care if he runs roughshod for the next year and he gets over like Becky Lynch's. To me, Strowman is dead because they look at this guy. He is the biggest guy now officially on the roster and they have nothing planned for him. Which means either he's got heat backstage or they are not invested in what this guy is doing in the ring or they're not invested in this guy in the promo. And to be fair... You can't really be surprised with that promo he pulled, I think it was like a month or two ago on Lesnar. That was fucking trash. But again, that was a written promo. 
Work with these guys. Build them up. Fucking work on the things that they need to work on. If Strowman's a shit promo. Keep him face and keep him doing the face promos. He was fine doing that. But all of a sudden you start turning guys heel. They're not ready for it. They're clearly not skilled enough to turn heel. They're clearly not skilled. Look at Ronda Rousey. My God. Ronda Rousey is not skilled enough to be a heel promo at all but instead they put her in the fucking ring and told her to run i don't know if it was a heel promo or a face promo but she got booed the fuck out and she's one of the most talented wrestlers they've got this company is losing its way and again i'm not saying that wwe is going under because this company unfortunate unfortunately for hardcore wrestling fans like me who just want the best out of something this company don't care about what I feel. This company doesn't care about what you feel. All they care about is putting on the image that they're giving you what they want. It's a bait and switch move. It's look at Becky Lynch over here. She's over and instead we're not bothering about Baron Corbin. We're not bothered about Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, Braun Strowman, Dean Ambrose. We, look, it says it all with WrestleMania. They've already booked Rollins and Lesnar. They've already booked Becky Lynch in the triple threat match. That's it. So they're just making you focus on these matches because they don't want you to realise that nothing else is planned, nothing else is booked. Rusev, Nakamura, what's going on with them? Where the fuck's the US champion? Look, this company, this old man, they're losing it. It makes no fucking sense what they're doing at the moment. Moving on to the NXT call-ups. One, why did you bring them out in Lafayette? Two, why did Alistair Black just go and work a, a stupid match with Elias? Why couldn't you have someone else do that? Where's Mojo Rawley? I thought you were pushing that guy. Why couldn't EC3 do it? Right. They brought up and they made a big deal out of bringing up EC3, Lacey Evans, Nikki Cross, Heavy Machinery, Lars Sullivan, The Invisible Man. And um, I think that was it. EC3 hasn't been on TV in two weeks. Lacey Evans comes out and does nothing. Um... The um, Heavy Machinery are now one-named Bushwhackers. Um, Lars Sullivan is still the Invisible Man and still hasn't shown up. And I heard that they had big plans for Lars Sullivan, so maybe that's shitting him a little bit. But again, why couldn't you just look at it and go, right, well, you know what? The plans for Lars Sullivan, if they're not going to work, give them to EC3. He's a solid promo. He's probably one of the best promos we've got at the moment. Work-wise, he's not brilliant, but neither is Lars Sullivan. So why couldn't they just run with EC3 instead? EC3 hasn't been on TV in two weeks. So all of a sudden now they look at NXT and go, right, well, you know what, I want four more. Triple H, stupidly. I don't know why the fuck he did this. I, look, I have so much respect for what Triple H is doing with NXT and how much Triple H is standing up to Vince McMahon and saying, look, this is my company and this is what we're going to do, blah, 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 blah. But Triple H has lost serious points at the moment in the sense of how he just gave Vince Alistair Black and he gave him Ricochet and he gave him Tommaso Ciampa and he gave him Gargano. He gave him Tommaso Ciampa so he could turn him fucking face in a tag team match that was pointless. Why the fuck would you put DIY versus The Revival on and have no build? Why would you have Ricochet teaming up with Finn Balor with, with nothing behind it? Why... Why the fuck did you take the best heel in your company into Tommaso Ciampa? Something Triple H, Ciampa and Gargano had worked on for a year. Over a year solid. And you go out there and you put him as a face in a tag team match. What in the fuck is going on? And people, fucking waste men. 
wanted Kenny Omega to sign with this company. Fucking waste men wanted Hangman Page to sign for NXT. Fucking pussies wanted the Young Bucks to sign for this bollocks tag team division. Fuck you. If <laughs> if you're a WWE mark and you are crying your fucking eyes out right now because I'm going in on WWE, come at me. AEW Podcast 1, you little bitch. Get amongst it. Talk to me. Try and defend this bullshit because this is indefendable, indefensible, whatever the fucking word, terminology is, phrasing is, this is not defendable, you can't defend this bullshit anymore, if AUW was pulling this, people would be shitting on them, if Ring of Honor or New Japan was pulling this, people would be shitting on them, imagine, imagine, if New Japan did Wrestle Kingdom, and the news got out from Dave Meltzer that half an hour before Wrestle Kingdom came on, Okada didn't know what he was doing. Omega didn't know what he was doing. Ishii, Sonada, they didn't know what they were doing. Fuck you. Not a fucking chance. People would shit on New Japan for it. People would shit on Ring of Honor. The Briscoes don't know what they're doing half an hour before the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. This is bollocks, but because it's WWE, people just let them get away with it because it's WWE. Or it doesn't matter because these guys in NXT, they're the future of WWE. If Seth Rollins is getting booed out of the arena, it doesn't matter because we've still got Ricochet to look forward to and we've still got Adam Cole to look forward to. <sighs> if things carry on the way they do, do you really think Adam Cole and Kevin Owens are going to stay in WWE when their best friends are killing it? In All Elite Wrestling. Do you really think that's going to happen? If All Elite are as good as they are being hyped up to be. If All Elite are as consistent as they already are. Why the fuck would Kevin Owens stay here when there's no plans for him at WrestleMania? Kevin Owens is cleared. Kevin Owens is cleared to wrestle at WrestleMania. And there is still no plans for him. Adam Cole is... Is... Oh my god. Adam Cole is a guy who keeps getting beaten in NXT and he's still considered the second best heel next to Tommaso Ciampa. How the fuck does that work? Because he is a fucking universal ball of charisma. Are you excited to see Adam Cole on Raw and SmackDown? Because I'm not. Adam Cole isn't six foot four, and Adam Cole doesn't weigh over 250 pounds. Adam Cole's going to be on fucking 205 Live by the looks of it. Adam Cole, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, Braun Strowman, Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre. Uh, I'm not going to say Bobby Lashley because I'm not a massive fan of him. Leo Rush, Big E Langston, Kobe Kingston, Xavier Woods, <clears throat> Becky Lynch, Oscar, uh, Io Shirai, Kairi Sane, Shayna Baszler, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair. The list goes on and on and on with talent that WWE have. That would be better suited in AEW because the creative's there and the storyline telling will be there for them. The storylines and the creative behind WWE right now are non-existent. They just aren't there. Something happens one week and the next min- next week is not talked about. So why are you watching it? Why are you bothered? Why are you talking about it? What what? Why are you excited about it? Why are you excited about Tommaso Ciampa as the best heel in NXT when Vince McMahon then takes him over from NXT and he puts him in a tag team match in WWE and goes, right, you're the best heel in my company. You're now a face. All right, okay, have I turned? Have I uh, have I helped Johnny Gargano anyway? No, 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 you're just a face. Well, that's it. There's no build. There's no There's no promo. There's, there's no, there's no, there's no good 
babyface pop turn. There's nothing you can sell money on. No. No, you're just a face. In all honesty, mate, I don't even know who the fuck you are. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. This old man who has already got two eyes on his XFL league doesn't know who half the people in his company are. Doesn't know who the guys are he's writing for. If Vince McMahon is writing a match or he's writing a promo for Champa Gargano or he's writing it for Alistair Black or he's writing it for Ricochet, 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 for Ricochet, he doesn't know who these guys are. So how the fuck is he going to write for them? <sighs> that is by far one of the biggest rants I've ever gone on WWE-wise, and it's well fucking deserved. I'm going to finish with Roman Reigns. I want to just do a little personal thing quickly. Roman Reigns, cancer, leukemia, whatever you want to call it, is the worst possible thing that you can get diagnosed with. No doubt about it. Um, to this day, I am fucking petrified for ev- if I ever, ever get caught out with unfortunately having anything in regards to cancer. It scares the living fucking daylights out of me. So I have so much respect for Roman Reigns and how he's still doing stuff. You know, he's still in movies, he's still going out and he's still working out. Um, he's not even lost that much weight even though he's been in- under therapy. So I have huge, huge fucking respect for this guy. I don't have respect for how it's being booked. Why the... F- why? 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 Is this company looking at Roman Reigns with leukemia? Looking at Roman Reigns with cancer? And they're saying, right. Reigns has got news. Good news or bad news. By the looks of it, it's going to be good news. And I'm so happy. But Roman Reigns has got good news about his cancer treatment. Or his leukemia process. Find out next week if it's good or bad. Fucking tell us. This is something you don't play around with. If you still want to keep it in the realms of the wrestling world. And you still want to keep it in the realms of the entertainment world. That is absolutely fine. Put it on your Facebook thing or something. But don't announce that we have to tune in. And we have to give you a rating point. And we have to pay your money. To find out if Roman Reigns is okay. Don't do that to us. Put it on your website. Put a live stream on. Put a live video on. Announce it in an hour. Roman Reigns is going live to talk about his how he's doing. Uh, he's got breaking news and he wants to tell you all personally. Why is it being booked? Why is it being sold to me? Why is it being sold to me? This is leukemia. Tell me if he's alright. Fuck. My throat's going. My voice is going. This. This has been. The most special edition of Elite Talk I've put out. If you're a fan of WWE. If you're a fan of wrestling. Good on you. More power to you. If you don't think WWE's going to go under. That's fine. I don't think he's going to go under either. I'm with you. If you're forcing yourself to sit through WWE. If you're forcing yourself through this trash. If you're telling yourself everything's alright. If you're telling yourself it doesn't matter because Triple H is taking over Vince McMahon. If you're telling yourself that NXT is the next future of WWE. Enjoy it. Enjoy it while it lasts. Me personally, I'm enjoying the entire wrestling landscape. I'm enjoying staying up and watching New Japan. I'm enjoying... 
getting excited for AEW, even though they've not put on a single fucking match yet. I'm enjoying Ring of Honor. I'm enjoying independent news. I'm enjoying independent wrestling. I'm enjoying NXT. But I'm not enjoying the biggest heel in a company being put in a tag team match as a face. I'm not enjoying Alistair Black being put on a fucking Raw match doing fuck all. I'm not enjoying Ricochet coming out to no build. I'm not coming. I'm not enjoying that Lafayette crowd. I'm not enjoying this old man. I'm not enjoying this old man. Mate, I am really fucking hit up about. I didn't know I was that angry. I did not know that I was that furious about WWE and Vincent Man. Oh shit! That that I have enjoyed myself. This morning, I really have. I don't think my neighbours have, but ah, fucking hell, I, I'll take the lost voice. I'm not even bothered. <laughs> well, I'm gonna leave it there. Um, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much to everyone and anyone that's retweeting me, that's liking me on Twitter, that's following me on Twitter, that's reposting my podcast, that's listening and downloading to the podcast, that's listening to Elite Talk. Thank you so much to all of you. Um, thank you if you've listened to any or all this. Be sure to hit me up at AEW Podcast One. Let's talk about WWE. Let's talk about All Elite. Let's talk about Becky Lynch if you really want to. Daniel put out a tweet before, and that has just kicked off threadwise. That is something else. Um, but look, guys, I'm going to leave it there. I'll fucking catch you next time.